We are live now. Back to Chris Denman and Travis Terrell on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. First-class ticket, but I'm as blue as a boy can be. He'll never get old. Welcome back to We Are Live. We're live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. At the house that Carly Lawrence built. That is. I did with my bare hands. FedEx Forum here for Grizzlies Pelicans tonight. We're excited to be here. We've kicked Michael Gaines off the mic. We got the skeleton uh, crew down here, but uh, we're pleased to be joined by an actual member of the media, Pete Pranica, play-by-play guy for the Grizzlies. How are you, Pete? Nice to join. I am fine. I am fine. I appreciate the invitation. I just want you to know that it, if it weren't for Carly Lawrence, I might have said, who are these guys? So Car- yeah, yeah. I, 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 knew, I knew Carly invited me, so I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm good with this. Best friends forever. That's funny because that happens in St. Louis anyway. People right. Often yeah. ask, who are these guys? Yeah. So it's, it's understandable. We're all right. We, uh, we certainly are used to that, Pete, so it's, uh, it's no... No sweat off our back. So you've been with the team since '04. Right. That your bio says online that uh, I was so kind to, <laughs> oh, to peek go. into. Big time right? research. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. No. So we were talking just a second ago. You said you're from Wisconsin. What yes. brought you down eventually? Was it you just your career took you to Memphis? There was an opening. Was it that simple? Did you start with Fox Sports? What, uh, uh, what brought you? Well, the, there was a job here. Uh, Oh boy, thumbnail history. Uh, grew up. <laughs> You're not in, just a fan of barbecue. And, uh, I, I like barbecue, but sure. no, no, that, that's not why I'm here. Um, no, grew up in Wisconsin, just north of Lambeau Field. Sure, huge I've Packer fan. Uh, went to Notre Dame, uh, and through a Notre Dame connection, ended up in the NBA doing part time for the Detroit Pistons. Fantastic. Then the guy who hired me there, uh, he went on to Portland. I was with the Portland Trailblazers for five years, and then the job opened up here, and I got it in 04 and have been here ever since. That's fantastic. Travis, why hasn't the University of Missouri done the same for you? Well, you know, Chris, they actually like talented people in the media. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, apparently I lack such. He was too talented. One day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> no, it, it, we're pleased to be joined by Pete Pranica <laughs> here at FedEx Forum. Grizzlies, Pelicans tonight. You guys can uh, get tickets for future games at grizzlies.com. So, Pete, what – What's been the, I guess, the highlight so far in the you know decade plus that you've been here in Memphis? That's exciting. That you, the job that you have is so. It's such a small percentage of people that get to do that. We get to see a little bit of that with the Cardinals in St. Louis, and we like to give our guys trouble that are on the station that work for the Cardinals. Um, it, it just feels like it's almost maybe you're at that point where it's you kind of pinch yourself a little bit once in a while. And I know it sounds a little silly to say that, but no, not at all, not at all. It's one of the things that. I'm very focused on realizing that there are only 30 jobs like this in the entire world. That's a right. quick reality to come yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there isn't a game where mm-hmm. I don't stop, take a deep breath, and say, okay, realize where you are, how much you are enjoying this, and how fortunate you are to have this job. Because by the time you total up all the years in the NBA, I'm like on 24, <laughs> uh, you, sure, you know, either part-time sure. or full-time. And it, it's something that literally – and this sounds – this sounds really corny, but when I was like five years old, I made two big career decisions. One was I wanted to go to Notre Dame. Big, and, big one. And number two, I wanted to be a sports announcer. Love it. I mean, because I'm not athletic enough. I mean, I can play <laughs> golf. I can bowl. I can you know, do some target sports. But as far as I'm not nearly tall enough to play basketball, but I always loved basketball for some strange reason. Not big enough to play football. Love football. Uh, couldn't skate, so hockey was out. And, um, <laughs> you know, so. Wisconsin so, guy not knowing how to skate? I, you know, for whatever for whatever reason, we we grew up so far in the country that there there were no frozen ponds oh, where we I could see. really do much of anything. So you decided all that when you were five. 
I did. I was. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I when I was five, I was trying to decide between chicken nuggets and bagel bites for dinner. I couldn't. Not, uh, you mean yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday. But, but, it's still, it's still a dilemma. Well, you know, and, and you grew up in the Midwest. I mean, I grew up in like really rural Midwest, yeah. where the Cheese next. Curds. Oh, deep fried <laughs> cheese curds with ranch dressing. Oh, big fan. There big you fan. go. There you go. All right. <laughs> all right. Culver's. We're, we're all over <laughs> it. Um, but, you know, you grew up in the country. I have a younger sister. And so, you know, imagination is like a, a big part of your life. Right. Absolutely. And so you'd listen to Milwaukee Bucks. Kind of became my entire world. Now, no, that makes a lot of sense. Now, one fascinating thing, certainly, so far about this season oh, when it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies is that uh, there's a guy we all grew up watching who was a major stud in North Carolina, a major stud in Toronto, now, of course, with the Grizzlies and has been for a couple it's, of seasons now, is Vince Carter. He's have a, At the age, is Vince, I believe he is 40 years old? Yes, he turned 40 on January 26th, I believe. What in the hell is in the food here in Memphis? How in the world is a guy like Vince Carter still being able to provide valuable minutes for a very competitive ball club in the Grizzlies? There are a couple of things. Number one, you have to be very lucky in the genetic lottery. <laughs> that I mean, I mean oh that, that, that's part of it. But um, we had a game the other night. Uh, beat San Antonio, and I go into the press conference room, and David Fisdale's giving his postgame presser, and you hear this the thump, the thump, all throughout the press conference. And he says, I don't want to stop the press conference. The Grizzlies' weight room is next door to the press conference right. room. It was Vince Carter throwing a medicine ball against the wall. He lifts after games. That's insane. Of course he does. And he's literally that's the fantastic. first guy. What else would he do? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, that's what everybody does. Yeah. Don't, don't you throw a medicine, didn't you throw a medicine exactly. ball after? That's why I'm like, that's not weird. Yeah. Um, but there, there's that type of dedication. He is the quintessential professional. And I've been around, obviously, a lot of players through my years and guys that are going to go, go to the Hall of Fame. Right. He is the best guy, period. Wow. Uh, he is a major benefactor and supporter of Grizzlies Academy here in downtown Memphis with right. a charter so school Love for boys. Uh, he'll do the stay in school events and in, on one occasion he was on a school bus with the kids and you know the faculty and staff. They come to the end of the tour and he tells the faculty and staff, go away. Right. I want to talk to the kids myself. Right. Sure. And what people forget about Vince Carter, as amazing as he is as a basketball player, this was a guy who actually got a scholarship offer to Bethune-Cookman to play the tuba. That's wild. I'm sorry, it was the saxophone. It was yeah. the saxophone. Well, as he, long he, as it's not sousaphone, we're good. Exactly. Uh, oh, you played that in, in well, high school? Do I look like a band very, guy? Very professional sousaphone player. Right. He's yeah. one of the best. I, yeah, but, yeah, that's my second talent. But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that Vince was a very well-rounded individual. Right. He was the drum major in high school. That's great. You know, so, but just, just a, a totally off the charts, amazing guy, fun to be around. Um, my favorite Vince Carter moment is, uh, I think it was two years ago, he was injured for a period of time. Right. Vince wants to be a broadcaster, not a coach, when his playing days really? are over. Smart man. Very smart man. <laughs> Very smart man, because you, ne you never get fired for losing games when you're a broadcaster. This is true. <laughs> so, it's not a, no, no offense. It's not exactly ditch digging either. No, like, no, nice no, life. no, no, not at all. And, I mean, once he retires, whether it's TNT or ESPN, he's going to get a job offer, sure. there's no doubt. So we're in Phoenix, and – He's basically talked himself onto the broadcast for a quarter every game while he's injured. So we decide in Phoenix, okay, it's the second quarter. And uh, with a score, the Grizzlies 47, Phoenix Suns 36. 
thank you to Vince Carter for sitting in here in the second quarter. We'll be back with our halftime programming after this. We go to break. Vince leans over. He taps me on the shoulder. You know, and, and this is this is a future Hall of Famer. Right. Like, um, Pete, would you mind? Could I come back for the third quarter? <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Brevin Knight, my regular color man, is going like, no, 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 no. no. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Um, but, yeah, he's – he's. I could go on for days about Vince. He's he's the best ever. Brevin Knight, haven't heard that name, just being in St. Louis for a while. Stanford, right? I mean, right, man, right. I, I used to love watching that guy play. That's It's so cool to see that because, again, we get – with baseball, and it's comparable, or hockey even. We have NHL. We have Blues players on regularly. You have Cardinals guys coming on. The mystique of the NBA to us is still – because it it's, hasn't been in St. Louis since the Hawks left town, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's still there, and it's so – it's just uh, – it's surreal – Actually, to be here, checking out the FedEx Forum, checking out, hearing the story as you're sitting there. And those are just your, those are your work buddies. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That, that's, I think, one of the great parts of this job. And everybody will say, well, yeah, you get to sit courtside and you're on TV and this and the other thing. The best part of this job is the people that you meet. Right? Absolutely. Whether it's, and I'm not, I'm not joking, I'm not saying because you're here, but people like Carly people no, in the wait, front wait, wait, office. Wait, wait, wait. Carly Lawrence? Carly Lawrence, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Car- Carly Lyons is very cool, too. Okay. Like. Carly Lyons, yeah. Shout out to Carly Lyons. Yeah, yeah, every- Carly Lawrence, who yes. sits before us. Yes. I'm okay. hella cool. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to give Pete a chance to explain <laughs> himself. Yes. I mean, we'll see. But, but you, in this organization in particular, you really do feel like family. It, is it the small? Is it the small market feel to it, or is it just it's it's the management? If they were in New York, it would be the same. Uh, it maybe because it's small market, but just the way that this franchise is managed, and, and maybe it's a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Sure, because, sure, sure. Because it is a smaller market, it is managed in a, in a certain way. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody pulls for one another. Uh, you go to Cooper Young, which is a neighborhood here in town. Sure. You go out there for dinner. You're going to run into other Grizzlies people, and everybody knows everybody, and. Um, it's it, it really is like a family. Again, sounds kind of corny, but that to me is as much of a benefit as anything else because there are so many good people in this organization that that makes it extra enjoyable. Love that. We're talking yeah. to Pete Pranica live from the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. We're on the road today. You guys need to check out tickets and all information at grizzlies.com. Travis. Another, no, I was going to say another guy that uh, as I've been a fan of for a long time, obviously from his days at Michigan State, is a guy that's been the face of this franchise for quite some time. Of course, that's Zebo. He and put in a good word for Pete, or was it the other way around, Coming, doing the Portland and, uh, and Memphis? <laughs> well, the, well, the funny thing is, I'll, I'll let you finish your question, but I've got a, I got a lot of Zebo stories. So yeah, he's you a, have to. Because I, I was guy. with him in Portland. Oh, okay. The Grizzlies are so involved in the community. And here's a guy, even as far as, even in St. Louis, we've been able to see some of the amazing things that he has done. Please share some of these Zebo stories about how important he's not only been to the city, but obviously this organization. It's a real story about somebody who entered the NBA probably at too early an age. Right. He's drafted. He's 19 years old. People one, scoffed a bit. One year at Michigan State, and he comes to a Portland team that has <laughs> some questionable yeah. characters. <laughs> oh, those days. Those days, yes. Uh, when you'd walk in the locker they room. They had a fun nickname. And Ar- Arvidas Sabonis would pretend that he didn't speak English. Rasheed Walls wouldn't talk to you. Uh, Stacy Ogman wouldn't talk to you. Stacy Ogman. Oh, basically, my basically you know, my first year there, I was a sideline reporter before I started doing television play-by-play for the Blazers. So you, part of my job was going in the locker room after games. Right. Well, those guys didn't want to talk. So basically, you were limited to... Damon Stoudemire and 
that was, that, that was kind of it. Whoever didn't see you coming. Exactly, exactly. A few years later, we got Steve Kerr. He was there for a year. Steve Smith, who was you know, one of the all-time greats right. like Vince Carter in terms of being a really, really good guy. And we've become very good friends. So that was somebody that at least I could talk to. But it was a highly questionable group of sure. characters. <laughs> Zach is 19. Mm. Um how do I say this in a politically correct fashion? Portland no, you is... Say we're on AM. Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if you are an African-American in Portland, yeah. you really stand out. Right, right. Uh, and Zach comes from Marion, Indiana, mm-hmm. <laughs> heart of the country, and this is a totally different deal. And your role model is the angry Rashid Wallace. Sure, yes. sure, sure. Okay. This is, this is really, really tough for him to deal with. And so there were a lot of ways in which Zach was taken advantage of because one of the things mm. that you find in the NBA, this is one of the downsides of the NBA, is you will find people who will come to you and say, I knew you when you were in high school. You've made it big. You owe me. Wow. And Zach is such a generous guy. They'd go like, yeah, I, I guess I do owe you. Oh, wow. And so the Zach Randolph, who was 19, 20, and 21, he's wearing – all the chains sure. and all the ice, <laughs> and he's got all the people around him that he's basically, you know, right. giving money to. Um, and he made some questionable decisions, and Zach could be the first to admit it. Well, let's, let's fast forward now to he is signed here in Memphis. And sure. Michael Heisley, the owner at the time, mm-hmm. got some criticism for it. Like, this guy has been in trouble. He's not always produced. You know, why are you signing this guy? Right. Well, first of all, Mr. Heisley said, you screw up just this much. Remember the scene in Top Gun? You screw up just this much. <laughs> Travis's <and laughs> favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. So basically that's what, what Mr. Heisley told him. And, but Memphis was kind of like, oh, we're bringing this guy in. Are you sure? Right. And at the time, our PR person said, our press conferences don't go really well because the local media, they don't want to ask a question during an open press conference, but they do want their one-on-ones afterwards. If the press conference bogs down, will you please ask Zach a question? Right. So I'm standing in, in the press conference room, and the press conference predictably bogs down. So I raise my hand. Zach sees me. His eyes get as big as saucers. <laughs> and he tells the assembled media in Memphis, who are very skeptical of Zach being with the Grizzlies, Zach says, that's Pete. That's my guy. <laughs> and everybody's looking at me like, what do you mean you're his guy? Where have you been with Zach? What have you done? He's my plug and my love. <laughs> yeah. um, but the long story short is, I think Zach coming from Marion, Indiana, blue collar, right. single parent family, he just bonded with this community sure. and his decision which was not prompted by community investment of the Grizzlies. Right. But his decision to say, you know what, I remember when my mom couldn't pay the utility bill. I'm going to write a tens of thousands dollar check, give it to Memphis Light, Gas, and Water, and for single-parent families wow. or for families that can't afford to keep the lights on, I'm, I'm paying their bills. Oh, that's insane. Wow. That's crazy. And, and, and Zach has been so good, he will sign every autograph. I think the fact that he's married, he has children sure. now, he's more of a family man. I mean, you know, obviously all of us are, are different as we get older and more mature, and I think Zach has been a beneficiary of that. Having said that, I just think that he fits better here 
than he did in Portland or New York or Los Angeles. This is really his his comfort zone. Well, it's it's a nice place to be too. I mean, professionally, and I don't know about you. I'm sure you were an upstanding citizen in Notre Dame at the age of 19. But I'll tell you what Travis and I were doing in Columbia, <laughs> no, Missouri, not even even old, old Gainsey here at SLU in St. Louis. I mean, that's not it's not something you want to put out there, and then you make yourself a millionaire and, and have free reign on your social life. That can lead you down some dark paths. Yeah, that was one of the things, you know, Zach did a stay in school event. And right. one of the students asked me, said, what is the biggest challenge for you as an African-American athlete? Right. And Zach said, people who are not your friends pretend that they are your friends. Mm. And you have to make a decision. You know, this guy asked me for five grand. Do I just give him the five grand or right. you know, what do I do? Right. And, and that, that's what happens, I think, a lot of times to young athletes. Not, and it's not, I don't think it's, it's specific to the NBA, but I think, any young athlete is going to have somebody, and it, sometimes it's a parent, right. will say, hey, you owe me because I drove you to the rink at 6 a.m., so buy me a new Tesla. Ryan, know, Ryan Howard from St. Louis with the Phillies he had a huge, very public split with his brother and parents and under those same circumstances. Right. Just oof, tough to deal with. We're, we're sitting here with Pete Pranica. Very nice of the Grizzlies to have us here today at FedEx Forum. Pete, before we get you out of here, because I'm sure you have – Plenty of pregame stuff to do in the, uh, what was it, the Built Ford Tough? Okay. <laughs> Got a pound on the desk because yeah. it's Built Ford Tough. Yeah. yeah, you hear that Dan <laughs> McLaughlin? Let's see you pull that move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're kind of like us. You really want to let people know how tough and uh, and just manly you are during yeah, this broadcast. how manly too. we that's, are. That's why I have Carly on. No, I have a question. <laughs> uh, I, I sat through... I had the pleasure of sitting through uh, your alma mater's most famous football player of all time, according to him, uh, Rudy Rudiger, <laughs> public speaker. You, you buddies with Rudy? I've, no, I've known Rudy. Uh, I visited with Rudy, and I was actually, uh, before I got into the NBA, I worked in the Alumni Association at Notre Dame Sure. Oh, wow. when, when Rudy was being filmed. Oh, nice. So that was, You yes. and Vince Vaughn still tight. He had very, a little, he had very a tight. Very tight. <laughs> okay. If I need Blackhawks tickets, I know I'm speaking to of the St. Louis audience. But, uh, <laughs> me and Vince, you know, sounds very, good, very, baby. Whatever very, you need. Very, very yeah. yeah. So, okay. So uh, am I being hard on Rudy? At the age of 16, our school paid a lot of money to have him come. And I remember us walking out of there going, could have just used Sean Astin instead. We, we weren't real pleased with that. Am I being hard on Rudy's speech to our high school class? Um... Rudy's an interesting character. There it is. That's all you need to say. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Hey, can I steal something from uh, a guy who never doesn't get mentioned on the show much, Adam Carolla? You just, what you say is, you go, Rudy's Rudy. And that's, that's what you say. Yeah. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Confirmed yeah. from a Notre Dame. Yeah. And, and, and while we're here, and we have to ask for the entire city of St. Louis, can you put in a good word for us to try to get an NBA team? We really would no, like No, no, no. We come to Memphis. No. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, it'd be cool. We could build a rivalry. I'm just saying. Or we could take or, a bus trip down March 18th. Ah, of course. And that, we don't need a team. Our you don't, we don't need a spent. side piece. This is our main piece. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Grizzlies are our main here. piece. Okay, you got, you're I'm sitting with Pete. You're going to say that? Yeah. Steal yeah, him. You, hey, you, you like want. the Arch, Pete? Yeah, come up to say We have barbecue, too. You're going to steal him nah, for play-by-play, right. play, That's Trav? a good point. That's a no, good point. we're a Grizzlies town. Hey, Grind you, know, City hey, you, know, you, know, you know the Cardinals are playing the uh, Memphis Redbirds on March 30th. Exciting. I expect to see you guys oh. back. Yes, we're huge fans. Oh. And, and, and 
rather than a five-minute walk that? to the stadium, I'll definitely drive down here that to would see. Be fun. Well, the Cardinal season's over. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> Alex Reyes <laughs> is hurt, so yep, throw in the towel because the manager and general manager just didn't do their job in the offseason. <laughs> Although the uh, the salary is what highest spending right now in the in the division. <laughs> it is uh, uh, right. Uh, ugh, very frustrating. Nice. People love uh, freaking out down here. Do you have hardcore fans? For the Memphis Grizzlies at this point, it's not as tenured, obviously, oh, as, yeah. we, as we, St. Louis fans. You have people it, freaking oh, out. We, yeah, I, you lose a game. And I remember my very first year here, we lost a preseason game, and I was hosting the, the call-in show after the game. Oh, my. oh boy. Uh, is it time to push the panic button? <laughs> no, sir, it's one preseason game. That's what it is. Um, but, yeah, we, we have some tremendous hardcore fans, fans that have been season ticket holders since day one in the pyramid. And a lot of Carly Lawrence fans as well. <laughs> a lot of Carly Lawrence fans. <laughs> just, uh. As noted. So it, it, it's exciting to be here. Again, we're at FedEx Forum. You guys check out grizzlies.com online. So I, real quick before we go, Travis, this probably interests you as well. Being an NBA play-by-play man, Twitter has to be a really fun place for you at times. If we're on the note of you know, people maybe Twitter verified. Out. He is. I saw that. Yeah. He even tweeted out a, a so-so picture, but Pete looked great in it. He did look great, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he did look great. The Twitter, Twitter's got to be. Uh, we see it, and we we see it, uh, plenty of it in St. Louis with with the guys on the on the call for the pro teams there. But do, how's Twitter going for you? Uh, Twitter's going pretty well. It's it's going pretty well. The, the, frankly, the the hard thing right now is that you you don't you have to be so very careful because the stick to sports. Thing. Ah, Boy, just, so yeah. people's deal with that. I, it's so tough because yeah, you can't exactly respond honestly either. No, I mean you're an American citizen first, you know. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. you're concerned about something, you'd like to be able to say something about it. But if you say something, I'm concerned about the current state of the country. Right. Then stick that, to sports. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick a side. I, I just I said I'm concerned. concerned. <laughs> you know. So yeah, that. Uh, Every, every once in a while, it, what's really funny is when we don't do the games and they're on national TV. Sure. And the national TV broadcasters don't know our team as well as we do. Oh. Those are our favorite games because our Twitter oh, feed is just loaded. We God. miss you guys. We <laughs> yeah. love you yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. oh you want that bad now. Huh? Yeah. Can't you, can't you periscope this? Won't <laughs> yeah. the league let you periscope <laughs> the game? Like, no, no, no. But. My favorite with those, and you would see it with the Rams because they were so bad for so long, you would get the you know, fourth-string national guys doing their games, and they would uh, – I bring it up all the time. Kevin Curtis was a wide receiver who was literally the fastest receiver on the team, but they would fall back on those. Just, well, Kevin Curtis is a Wayne Corbett type. He's, you know, he's, he's not the fastest guy out there. He does that. <laughs> I like seeing that whenever uh, the national guys maybe didn't do their homework enough, and I'm sure you see a little bit of that. Too. Uh, we, we saw Reggie Miller claim that um, Jordan Adams was on our roster. Oh, boy. Jordan oh. Adams was cut oh. like the first week of the season. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, it's like, uh. yeah, And th- there are some national people, and I always make a, a habit of going over to the national announcers because I know a lot of them and saying, is there anything I can tell you? And some will say, yeah, from your perspective, you know, what about this guy, this guy, this guy? Then there are others like, nope, I got it. And then you listen to the tape afterwards. You like, ain't got it. Mm, I ain't got it. <laughs> and Pete conveniently left out the part where he's like, I'm coming for that job. <laughs> the, or, or earlier we hear someone say, yeah, Big Country Reeves. He really is a right. big – wait a minute. He hasn't been part of this organization in Tucker. That's something interesting. He's I've, probably still cashing Grizzlies checks, however. <laughs> I was going to say, have you had him down for a bottlehead night? What's going on, Pete? That, yeah, that's a really that, – that's a good call. But uh, Copyright I, Chris Denman. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah the, the Brian Big – Country Reeves situation and, and 
He's he's on the porch in Gans, Oklahoma, counting his. This uh, this hangout today, we Pete. appreciate it. Yeah, My thank pleasure. you so much for your time. Let's take a quick break back at the studios. Rock, thanks for taking care of us. We're live from Memphis, Tennessee today. Trav, how are you feeling? I'm loving FedEx Forum. It's about to be lit here in about a few hours, Chris. Oh, it's it's great. Keep up with us on social media. We're going to be documenting the whole experience, checking out the uh, the shoot around later. Maybe Pete can get me on the floor yeah. to show Marcus Gasol my classic yeah, drop show step, ball fake, take it to the hole. Yeah. Pete, thank you so much, man. It's <laughs> my been pleasure. a pleasure. Absolutely. Pleasure. Quick break here on 590 The Fan, KFNS 105.7 HD2 FM, InsideSTL.com. She give me butterflies and they won't go away. Under the stars, she took my hand and said, Love you, need you, need you here to stay. I'd like to give you what you.